Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, thank you. We are live. We are in full effect right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome. If you've noticed, it is not Wednesday, but we're still getting a word this week. (laughs) We're just calling it the Thursday word instead. And... And the music just wanted to come back on again. So, hey, if you haven't noticed, we are in the Mercury Retrograde Zone. And this time around, Mercury Retrograde is in Aquarius, the sign of all this energy that's been kicking up. The sun literally just went into Aquarius two days ago on the 19th of January. And so... You know, the energy has shifted yet again. <laughs> um, there's other things that have been going on in popular culture culture, and within the world and in society, um, and you may have noticed the shift in those sorts of ways. So we're going to jump in here this week, Death of the Devil Part 2. If you need to catch up on Part 1, please do feel free. You're going to learn about the confrontation with the devil, a.k.a. our shadow selves. That's all the devil is. If you got nothing from part one, get that. All the devil is. That's why That's why we're putting a death. What we're putting a death to is the myths, the myths surrounding this devil energy and how to overcome it. Um, If you have not caught on by now, this energy, we've all encountered it within even ourselves. And so that's the angle we are going to, you know, bring death to it on is from that internal level. Are we going to kill ourselves? No, we are not. But what we are going to do is going to be coming up here in part two today. I don't want to go any further without honoring, revering, remembering our divine righteous ancestors for without whom we would not be here. And I want to give a special shout out to Brother Ampu of Hip Hop Astrology TV on YouTube and the My Astrology Coach website as well. I haven't mentioned that um, in a while, but that's the direct website. And I also want to shout out Minister Jude, com, and on YouTube. Okay, so 
Um, I may end up taking some calls today. I don't intend to, but we're just going with the flow because, you know, yesterday was this seven-digit palindrome day, right, that set off this series of 10 days, which we're in the second of the series. There's there's eight more to go after today. A five-digit palindrome, five-digit number palindrome, which obviously is a number that can be read exactly the same way front, frontwards and backwards, which when I actually, I don't just take people's word for stuff, and I'm glad I don't because upon my further scrutinization, yesterday was actually the only day that was a full seven-digit one two zero. 120, January the 20th of 2021, 2021. And for every other day in this supposed series, you have to take the 20 off of 2021 in order to make it work. Yesterday, you didn't have to do that. So that was a little bit special. I, I It was not really an accident that I didn't broadcast yesterday. I didn't intend to not broadcast, but once I realized what was going on energetically, numerically, I decided to garner and harness that energy for myself and luckily for everyone listening for the sake of the growing Mama's Babies Nation. I don't get on here and suggest and mention certain things to y'all that I don't actually and really live by. I'm not one of those Sagittarius that, you know, preach it but don't walk it. Like, I get what I get on here to preach about. Um, from what I've walked and observed and learned from walking it out. So with that being said, let's jump in. Um, let's just cut to the chase because really what I want to get into this week is the horoscopes for each sign. Instead of doing a whole new pool for this week of, um, I'll do that next week. I'll do a new pool because it'll be the full moon in Leo next week. And I want to get a specific and general message for us all. But what I'm going to do this week is take the general message from the collective um, spreads that I got for each sign. So listen out for your sign. I'm not going to go in Aries to Pisces order this week because the upcoming Leo full moon obviously is in Leo. The upcoming full moon is in Leo. And I want to take it. I want to put emphasis on these six signs, Leo, Scorpio. Aquarius, and Taurus. I'm going to start off with Leo. I'm going to go in order from there. So after Leo, I'm going to do Virgo. And then after Virgo, I'm going to do Libra. And then I'm going to make a really, really big deal because after Libra comes Scorpio, which is the next fixed sign. I'm really going to get in the faces of my Leos, my Scorpios, my Aquariuses and my Tauruses because I need y'all, if this is your sun sign, your moon sign, or your rising sign, if you are a woman and it is your Venus sign, if you are a man and it is your Mars sign, I need you to pay attention. Okay? The death of the devil, the death. Here I go. (laughs) The death of the devil, part two. Just Straight out the gate is about the embrace of the devil. When you part two, it, it really can end right there. And I've got so much more, and you're going to get so much more by way of this book that's unfolding, by way of so many behind the scenes projects I have going right now. But I'm getting it out 
as best I can here um, over these special broadcasts to just, it seems so appropriate. It's Capricorn new moon season as of January the 12th, 13th. And depending on your time zone, and, and, you know, even though the sun is now in Aquarius as of two days ago, we are still under Capricorn new moon season energy. We are still setting a tone, especially with how we, how we do Capricorn energy in our lives and our charts. Um, the major player, the, the, the planetary energy that had a lot to say at this, that has a lot to say because it's current, it's open, it's right now. The planetary energy that has a lot to say during this Capricorn new moon season is Pluto. <laughs> and boy, has Pluto been showing up everywhere. The depth, Pluto is the depth, the underworld, come on. And everything that goes on up under it, right? The crime, the criminal activity, the 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 psychology, you know, the the deep sexuality, the taboos, the extreme things, the intense things, the things that are just too intense to bear, the things that'll transform you, the things that'll kill you and then bring you back to life again. That's Pluto. The things that want to transform you and and cause you to have a rebirth, a total overhaul no longer identifiable as a caterpillar, but only seen as a transformed butterfly just flitting on to glory, right? So it's been a lot going on. Pluto is a water plant. It governs a water sign, Scorpio. So I'm sure there's been plenty of emotions on deck and, and intense ones at that. And, uh, you know, just, just a reset. We've, we've already got this Jupiter-Saturn alignment in Aquarius, the great reset, you know, the great mutation, the great alignment, the great conjunction <laughs> in Aquarius. Now we've got sun in Aquarius as of two days ago, just reactivating, reactivating. Um, it's just, a lot of active energy. So that's why I'd rather just put a little bit more emphasis of time this week on the individual signs and kind of get y'all from that angle and just tell the comprehensive story through each of the signs of what's going on. I think that'll be, that's just the way I'm feeling led to go this week. So with that being said, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to mention to y'all. Let me double check from last week really quick if there's anything I want to remind you of. Yeah, just the Capricorn. If I'm going to remind you all of anything, it's the Capricorn New Moon Week spread uh, that came out. I've already kind of mentioned it, but I think to, to kind of remind you of it now, uh, we'll give it some further context now on this end of it versus the, oh, it's the, it's the January 12th, the first day of the new moon versus we're a weekend. We've passed the the quarter moon in Taurus. We're in the quarter moon in Taurus week that I gave y'all a heads up on last week, governing January the 17th through the 23rd. This week, we're, I'm giving you a heads up about next week, governing January 24th through the 30th. And I'm just referencing back to the Capricorn new moon week that set this whole new, new moon season off. I'm referencing back to the spread 
so we can catch up on the energies and see where we are now compared to a week ago, right? Because we're halfway there. Right now today in the week of the Taurus quarter moon, we're halfway from the Capricorn new moon to the Leo full moon, okay? So the moon is waxing, the energy is building, you know, emotions are going to be intensifying with this final week from now to we're here at the 20, um, we're here at the 21st, and it was just 5.55 in the central time zone when I looked at the clock. Oh, come on. Number two in the double palindrome, in the palindrome days. See, y'all see them numbers talking? And five, you're going to see when we get into the spread for each of the signs about the week ahead, you're going to see these fives pop up out the gate. Okay, five is change. We're in a five year, two, zero, two, one. That's five. Got change got something to say. We're in a real changey week. It's just a good change is on the menu. It's a good time to be open to change because you never know. You just might get everything you've been waiting on. So last week, um, Capricorn New Moon, we got the recognition and reward, three of earth, the third eye chakra card and the patience or the temperance card reversed. And so we're, we, we, knew from, we knew from last week that this, uh, actually from two weeks ago, <laughs> we knew that this was going to be a season, Capricorn New Moon season, one of recognition and reward. That, that three of earth is actually the card of Capricorn's exalted placement, which is Mars and Capricorn, the three of earth. Recognition and reward is the Mars and Capricorn card. So out the gate, spirit was just so blissfully divine and perfect to show us, exalt up this image, energetically speaking, that represents the best of what Capricorn has to offer and the best of what Capricorn has to offer, even by way of this new moon season in Capricorn that we're currently in, is recognition and reward. Capricorn is governed by Saturn, the Lord, a.k.a. the Lord of Karma. And so we're getting what we deserve this season. Do we deserve recognition and reward? Or when the disciplining parent comes home, Capricorn, is it time to hand out whoopings? <laughs> a.k.a. punishment, right? And so um, the I believe this Knight of Wands ended up in, is ending up showing us, much like this Queen of Wands right next to it over the third eye chakra card, uh, I believe it's showing us just this fired up energy uh, that we're taking, which is Mars. Once again, Mars is the energy. The fire planet Mars is the, the very energy that's exalted in Capricorn. It's the highest, best, most wonderful vibrational outcome of Capricorn happens when Mars is there. And this is the card of recognizing and rewarding. It's, it's, it's really showing me karmic stuff here. And the wands is showing me how we're going to get it. Don't put out your fire. Don't dim your fire. Anyone around you that needs you to put out your fire in order for them to be happy or okay, they are set, setting you up for sabotage. They are not your, your people. They do not have your best interests at heart. And that's probably the warning that, because the final cards are reversed, the temperance, the patience card, and the ten of cups, which is beautiful. Patience and then the ultimate in emotional fulfillment and happiness. So don't let anybody steal your joy or take your happiness 
or or make you impatient. If if there's anyone around you right now, I know it's a lot of Aquarius energy kicked up and it goes real fast. It's lightning speed. But the prevailing energy of those that know and those that are dealing with themselves and others from an inner place of peace, they're patient. They're always patient. Love is patient. God is love. God is patient. The devil don't the devil is never patient. So here is the message of the devil again, where if there's impatience showing up in you, the devil in you, your shadow side, your shadow self, your lower nature, your lustful nature, if the devil is showing up in you by way of impatience, I need you to recognize it and instead of reward it, you know, get that discipline in. No, we, we can wait. We can delay gratification. We're sitting on our throne. We show up as the queen of wands with the third eye, third eye, which I refer to as the first eye chakra card, both visionary energies. The queen of wands is a visionary. And the first eye chakra is talking about what we can see. Clairvoyantly, right? And then at the bottom of the deck, we got the reminder of um, the Eight of Wands, Accelerated Motion, and the Queen of Earth. So once again, this Earth energy is, is, is us. We are taking care of health and home. And that's what, because we don't, we, you don't, unless you're tapped in and tuned in, you don't know what's going on in the unseen. But Spirit is saying right up under Accelerated Motion is conclusions are within reach, full moon eclipse. We got a full moon coming up. Things are wrapping up again. These cycles don't stop. It's a full moon every month. It's a new moon every month. When we have this full moon in Leo, all that's doing is uh, the, the full moon in cancer energy that precedes it, that we're still in right now until the full moon in Leo gets here, it, we, it will give way to the full moon in Leo when it comes. Really. So it's just one on top of the other until we get to these eclipses and that gives it more impact. And this is a full moon eclipse card. So spirit has given us a reminder that really about the eclipses, that last full moon lunar eclipse in Gemini still wants attention in the week ahead. I'll mention it here coming up. Um, you'll see you actually uh, on the blog talk radio website, you'll see in the description, the list, like in every previous Wednesday word week, um, just like that here today in the Thursday word, you've got a list of the astrological events, the key ones, the main ones. It's, it's absolutely not comprehensive, <laughs> but the key and major ones coming up in the week ahead are outlined and bulleted and noted, right? And so here in the week, this week ahead, we do have Gemini kicking up by way of this Neptune where North Node, you're not going to hear a lot of people talking about it because it's not what they would consider, and I apologize for that, but it's not what they would consider necessarily a main aspect going on in the week ahead. But Spirit led me to mention where this is a healing place that you've come across here. And so Spirit has absolutely led me to mention it for this week ahead. Neptune is a, further, a, a planet that transits out further, so it's not, you know, paid that as much attention to, I don't think, when people are talking about the sun and the moon and Mercury and Venus, it's like, oh, you know, Pluto, Uranus, and Neptune, we're not really concerned about them. But 
if you're a Gemini, it, the, the, the very sign that this most recent full moon lunar eclipse was in and is going to be active certainly for the next six months. So absolutely, if you're Gemini and you're listening, absolutely, if you're Pisces and you're listening, and all and the two other mutable signs, which would be um, Virgo and Sagittarius, this coming week is going to activate the mutable energy by way of a square. It's exact. If you um, aren't looking at the description right now, it's exact. Tuesday, the 26th, okay, 7.53 a.m. Central. And so I just want to mention that because this can be an influence that it certainly has fate and destiny written over it if the North Node of Destiny is involved. So this is a faded week coming up for everybody, but I really want the mutables to pay attention, Sagittarius, Gemini, Virgo, and Pisces. Neptune squares, I've been doing We This ain't new to us. But I'm pointing it out and and bringing remembrance to it because here in the week ahead, we already have Neptune and Pisces, this influence that can be disorienting, that can be confusing, it can be disillusioning, it can be, um, um, what what is it called when you self-delude, when you delude your own self, right? And so I'm giving us a heads up and we'll likely see it come out. Um, I can already tell you the first card out, which, like I said, we're doing Leo first. First card out is the crown chakra. That's for everybody. It's Leo. That is Leo's card now. But because it's Leo's card and we're starting the week ahead with Leo, know, know that that's a message for everybody. And what's so cold about it, while we're talking about Pisces, Tuesday the 26th, Neptune in Pisces, is squaring the north node of destiny in Gemini, which is activating all of the mutable signs, including Gemini, Pisces, Virgo, and Sagittarius, right? So then we start out with the card for Leo being the crown chakra. That's for everybody. Y'all know that by now if you've been following along for any length of time. That first message out for whoever that first sign I start with is for, that's a message for everybody. And that's how you navigate through this uh, coming up in the week ahead. It's already happening now. Y'all know by now that nothing happens in a vacuum. If Neptune is squaring the north node of destiny in Gemini from Pisces on Tuesday the 26th, it's happening right now on Thursday the 21st. But 26th next Tuesday is when it will be exact and likely energetically it's most potent the day of, the day before, and the day after, certainly. So I'm looking at this um, main first card out, and I'll just say it as a main card. We'll just take it as a main card for all of us. Is this seventh chakra, this crown chakra, this energy that brings us within a membrane, a mucous membrane's veil of closeness. <laughs> That's so crazy and disgusting. To the divine, I just channel messages, y'all, don't mind me. But it brings us that close in contact with the divine, you know, from that level of the crown chakra of um, going beyond the first eye of simply seeing into that other realm, but actually, you know, getting direct downloads from that realm. 
it really reminds me of what I've been experiencing since this great alignment in Aquarius activation. It just really has been a, a, um, a triggering activation that has caused a massive amount of change, a massive amount of Aquarius is a sign of information. Not on a Gemini level, just basic look it up information. I mean, this seventh chakra, this crown chakra information, like how do you know this technical stuff? Who told you that? I've been getting downloads here lately that uh, a web search ain't going to be able to, I, I haven't found it on a web search. This is download straight from the divine for the purpose, certainly for the purposes of sharing. If you follow Mama Dada Astro on Twitter, Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook or Instagram, and key and soon I'm not going to be hollering out any. Stay connected in whatever way you can. Soon, 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 you're going to be. I already own the domain. I'm just getting some other stuff, like I said, handled on the back end, um, to where everything can go through the website that way. Whatever ends up happening to these, you know, big conglomerates, I I know energy, so I know what's going to ultimately happen. So y'all will be able to be connected to me directly really, really soon in some, in some, some new, renewed, and improved ways for sure. So that's the first card out for everybody. Definitely continue here in the week ahead leading up to this Leo full moon. Harness your energy and point it in the direction of up. Seven chakra is the final one out of the main seven. You start at the root, the root, and you go up from there. Once you reach the top, you're at the crown, the corona. The kundalini has risen, right? And so here in this week, you know, as the energy is is really, I mean, uh, the clarifying card for Leo is the four of wands. And so that's fire. Here we go again with this fire. Fire, it's it's a real interesting that fire has something to say because I heard another astrologer pointing out that, oh, there's not going to be any outside of Chiron and Aries, you know, and they didn't say that. But, you know, I know that a lot of astrologers don't consider Chiron significant. I happen, I'm, I'm your world healer, and Chiron is the wounded healer. So, of course, I'm going to tap into that energy for sure. It's going to help. But... Oh, there's not going to, they, they say, though, there's not going to be any significant energy in air, in fire signs until like 2025. So Aries, Leo, and Sag, you know, Jupiter, Saturn's obviously just now in Aquarius. It's going to, Jupiter's going to move to Pisces. You know, nothing going of significance is going to be outside of the moon every month is going to, no major players are going to be in these fire signs. And so, if anything, with only Chiron being there, I'm definitely admonishing all the fire signs to clue in and focus in on and hone in on healing it, whatever that means to you. But it's, it's, especially with Leo, fire, having the first card out, um, which is a seven, uh, denoting the crown chakra, and then fire on top of that, the four of wands, which does talk about a celebration. Leo, you're certainly going to be celebrating here at the upcoming full moon in your sign on the 28th if you focus on the highest vibration possible. Tap in, tune in to whatever your higher power is. And the uh, the moonology card that actually is going to govern not only you, Leo, 
but um, Virgo and Libra as well, is the Moonology card for the Waxing Crescent Moon. Have faith in your dreams. That's where faith happens at. It happens on that crown chakra level. You don't need faith, you know, to operate from your root chakra and have sex, you know. You don't need faith um, to operate from your sacral chakra and do a dance, you know. Faith is not required on those levels. But on this seventh seventh chakra, crown chakra level, faith is not only is required, it's the language of the seventh house. Uh, of the seventh chakra, if I can put it like that. It's the language of the seventh chakra. And if you as a Leo have the audacity to speak the language of the cosmos, the language of, 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 of creator, creatures, absolute, the language of the spirit realm, whatever that means to you, if you can manage to vibrate on that frequency, the frequency of that language, you are going to be celebrating along with the rest of us because we are totally taking advantage of you leading the way with this crown chakra energy for everybody, all the rest of us. And this divine seven and number and with the four of wands being the one of my portal cards, This is it shows up as an 1111 on most images uh, that it represents, is that it's shown up on. So you've got seven, you've got 11, 11, you know, you've got seven and four, that is 11. So there's luck energy on you and around you, Leo. You're, you're certainly being encouraged um, to have faith in those dreams to get you there. Stay on that faith frequency. Virgo, you're next. Virgo, your, your energy is so vital this year. Um, it's so vital because of the mercury predominance and influence over the year um, that's connected to the number five. And both of your cards are five, governing this Leo full moon week ahead, uh, January the 24th through the 30th. That's pretty, I told you the five, it wasn't going to take long for the fives to come out and that the fives have a message. It was 555 when I said that. It's 613 now in my time zone, and that comes up to a 10, which is a 1. That's a, a new beginning, a fresh start. Leo may have set the tone and set it off with this crown chakra energy, but here you are showing up with the throat chakra card sideways. And the five of swords on top of that, that's air on air. Something with communication needs to get straightened out, and this is the quarter moon week in Taurus. You got a week leading up to this full moon and Leo to work it out, to figure it out. Have, having faith in your dreams, you share the monology card with Leo, so having faith in your dreams is a big, having faith in, in what you have to say. If what you have to say, if you're taking the wisdom of Leo like we all should be, if we want to have this four of wands of celebration and improvements on the domestic front and stability, energetic stability, then that wisdom is going to prevail for you as well, Virgo. Uh, tap into the higher wisdom. We, we're, we're not – see, we can't master and maneuver around in this, like, ingenious, electrifying, electric lightning speed, Aquarius energy that this Jupiter-Saturn Great Reset has, has set off and initiated. We can't maneuver around in here on mere – Oh, I read it in a book. 
I'm telling you right now, I'm getting downloads that I have not been able to find online, straight from spirit. And I'm compiling the information now and trickling that, trickling it out in these broadcasts as I'm green-lighted to do so. Virgo, if you're connected to your higher power, then feel free to speak. If you're connected to your higher source, you're going to have divine timing in what you say. You're going to have divine discernment in what you say. And when I look at the five of swords, which is clarifying this sideways throat chakra part, I, I see the two of swords in this card. Much like when I look at the five of cups, what stands out to me the most is the two cups, like, sticking out like a sore thumb, as opposed to the three cups that get spilled over. And what stands out in the five of swords to me is in, in a lot of Im- images, two of the swords um, are, they stand out. And two swords to me is always going to mean seeking inner peace. And when you seek inner peace as you're connecting to the, your divine source, you don't have to be concerned. This is the throat chakra card that's on its back. It may, and, it, and it may signify that it still is in this final week leading up to the Leo full moon that it still is time for you to rest. The Leo full moon would be falling in your 12th house, Virgo, which means after the Leo full moon, there's going to be a Virgo full moon. So if you are, if this throat chakra card on its side really is an admonishment for you to rest, that would make rest your throat, rest your voice, uh, give, you know, all that talk. Virgos are ruled by Mercury. Y'all talk a lot. This whole year is ruled by Virgo and Mercury and the number five, all these fives y'all got. We know y'all got something to say. Use that discernment as you seek inner peace to discern the the time, perfect timing. Because once again, you, the monology card you share with Leo is to have faith in your dreams. Nobody's trying to crap on your dreams. Just make sure it's lined up with uh, what your inner peace is telling you is, is the right way or the right time, okay? Libra. Libra, you guys got the conflict and defeat card, okay? The five of air, five of fours, which is the clarifying card Virgo just got. So certainly um, with the moonology card of having faith in your dreams, this waxing crescent moon, the moon is currently waxing. You are being, it got crossed by the devil card, which is also known as the temptation card. Much like I was mentioning the Virgo, it may be either someone trying to bait you. Because when I see the Five of Swords, okay, either somebody's like, you know, just being malicious. This is Five of Air, Five of Swords is just somebody being trifling. They're trifling. And then it's crossed by the devil. And this is our whole broadcast, the devil part two, where we're realizing and learning that the way, the way to kill the devil, as it turns out, is to embrace it, embrace the devil within. Whatever may be going on within you, whatever conflict and defeat you may be experiencing externally, Libra, I just want you to do a balancing act, a balancing check, my eye, feather check, put it on the scale, see how it weighs out. Is it possible that there's some inner conflict and defeat that you've been dealing with? Um, being crossed by the devil card, uh, you know, 
Sometimes we we don't have to be addicted to a substance. We don't have to be addicted to porn. We don't have to be addicted to sex. We don't have to be addicted to to um, fast food. Sometimes we can do, especially with this uh, uh, conflict in the sea car, that's air, that's mind, that's mental, that's mouth, that's verbal. You may be just being addict, addicted to saying stuff and having a response and having the last word. I do believe this is an Aquarius card, and it's just interesting that, um, yeah, and Virgo got the same card, but just as a clarifier. And so with you with this double card, it just may be tempting to continue to engage when much like I mentioned to Virgo, you can simply seek inner peace. It takes two to have an argument. If you don't participate, they're going to have to find somebody else to argue with. You're being guided to continue to have faith in your dreams, and I'm just curious enough to see if there's any other message that kind of sticks out for this card um, for you. Spirit is just leading me to do this, so more than likely it is. But y'all got the Waxing Crescent Moon card as well, and it says Waxing Crescent Moon. The affirmation, this is for you specifically, because I wouldn't let to read this on nobody else's, so believer, here you go. You must, you must really need it, and spirit is just that wonderful to do it. Libra, the attunement for this Moonology card is, I am focused on what I want. That's going to mitigate a lot of the conflict and defeat and a lot of the temptation, Libra. Stay focused on what you want. That's going to cut down on the conflict and defeat and the temptation. Additional meanings for this card, Libra, and really for Leo, Virgo, and Libra, because all of you, you share this Moonology card, so take what fits. The first one is just because you can't see your dreams, it doesn't mean they're not manifesting. <laughs> that's, that's why the first card out, which is for Leo, which is for all of us, is this card of the crown chakra. That's the card of seeing beyond and seeing in tune and in alignment with the divine, with the celebration. That's why you're being admonished to keep having faith. Secondly, it says, don't look back, Leo, Virgo, and Libra, especially Libra. Don't look back. Stay focused on moving forward. That's the second admonition to stay focused and the affirmation that I am focused on what I want. Be patient, the third one says, as events unfold. Be patient. That was our card that I just went over in the new moon and Capricorn spread that we all got that admonishment. And that's why I started this holding off. If you're experiencing impatience in yourself or others, maybe that's the temptation, Libra. Why the devil came out to clarify sideways. Maybe you're being tempted to be impatient. Any temptation towards impatience right now, Libra, is, is just that. It's a temptation by the devil, the enemy of your soul, the enemy within your shadow self, trying to defeat you before you even get started. That's why you got an air card, five of swords, five of air, because it's in your mind. That's why you're being admonished to seek inner peace. It's going to help you focus. Lastly, Libra, um, Leo, Virgo, and especially Libra, is dig a little deeper to find more courage. Exactly. This fire that Leo starts it all out with, that's what I'm saying. Don't sleep on fire, even though the only thing that's going to be going there for a while. 
um, of significance is Chiron. Focus on the healing, Libra. That's what, that's, focus on healing your fire. Fire is sexual energy. I told y'all Pluto is the major player right now. There's potential for deep sexual issues, especially when I see the devil card coming up in y'all spread, crossing you up, causing conflict and defeat. The, the devil is not external to you. Go within and you will find the inner peace that's necessary to help you keep the faith. Don't get frustrated with things external from you. Take care of that from the inside out. Have faith in yourself, Libra. All right. See yourself as God sees you, Libra. God sees you. God sees you like Leo, you know, y'all share, we all sharing in this Leo energy. God sees us celebrating and winning and stable and, you know, and things improving. All right, here we go. The next, I told you I was going to make a big deal out of it. The next fixed sign after Leo is Scorpio. Scorpio, 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 ding, 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 ding. You are setting off a whole new series. You Sagittarius and Capricorn, y'all are sharing a moonology card in the coming week for the Leo full moon, and it actually is a full moon card. The full moon inquiries, Aquarius says, show the world the real you. So, Scorpio, we're setting it off with you. Y'all have the into one of my favorite cards in the deck, the High Priestess, aka the intuition card, reverse. So, that's just making me think that... Um, Oh, to me, this can speak of ego, and it wouldn't be so far-fetched because of Leo. Leo, it is, it's a Leo full moon coming, right? Leo is ruled by um, the sun, the, the planetary influence that governs ego, right? And it's not that hard to find a Leo. <laughs> if you look hard enough, you'll find a Leo who's got some ego stuff going on, <laughs> if it's not healthy and positive in their expression and vibration of it. And perhaps um, that's what's being pointed out to you, Scorpio. Hey, if it doesn't fit, leave it. See y'all with this High Priestess card um, in reverse. And then the Eight of Earth or the Eight of Pentacles on top of that clarifying. And so um, it's, it's just like being focused on the wrong thing. Um, Scorpio, if you're not focused on you, this this moonology card that you set off the series of that I just mentioned for you, um, Sagittarius and Capricorn, if you're not focused on the real you, then that it may be what be causing you to be stuck and focused on ego, which is not really going to get you anywhere, you know, for too long. There's a time and season and a place for everything, but um. But ego is tricky, and so for especially for fixed signs, you're the second one in in the four. Um, I did Leo first, Scorpio. You're you're here now. Uh, it can be tricky because if okay, this I'll tell you I'll show you the difference, Scorpio. If you're operating in ego, you're going to be manifesting it as stubbornness right now. Okay, if you're not operating in ego and pride, which is a can be a setup, most of the time it is, then you're going to be manifesting it as determination because in the upright, that eight of pentacles would show you working hard, determined to keep going. Um, with this intuition, had it been upright, you know, determined to 
see things from the higher perspective, see everything from the higher perspective, because from that perspective, you are in your full power, the real you. You're in your real energy, Scorpio. You are water. You are intuitive. That's your seize anyway. You don't have to work that hard to be intuitive. So if you're not being intuitive right now, if you're not in tune with your intuition right now, it's just because you're not focused on it. You focus on some old ego and pride stuff. So let me start this series out with me describing the Moonology card and then Sagittarius and Capricorn. Y'all can keep this in mind as well after I read it for Scorpio. The full moon in Aquarius card show the real show the world the real you, Scorpio, Sag, and Capricorn. Your attunement to the moon says beware of your feelings, but also be prepared to move on. That's what this Aquarius energy, once again, Jupiter, Saturn, setting off a whole new 200-year cycle with the December 21st, 2020 great alignment in Aquarius further is going to show up for everybody in these energetic ways, but you're getting a really special message this week, Scorpio. I really like it. Last week, y'all pulled y'all's own card. Y'all got the Scorpio card. This week, you pulled um, another water card, the High Priestess. Um, So you're still showing up as really powerful in your own energy, but you're really being admonished not to focus on, here I go again, y'all. I don't be wanting to cuss, but this is the best way it can come out. Don't focus on the fuck shit because you're you're channeling so much powerful energy from last week to this week. Come on, Scorpio, that you're just being admonished to be aware of your feelings, honor them, acknowledge them, feel your feelings. You came up as the literal high priestess. She is ruled by her feelings, but she's not a low vibrational queen of cups with it. She's not all over the place with her feelings on her sleeve and all this stuff. She, that's ego. That, oh, you hurt my feelings. No, the high priestess is in tune and aware of her feelings, but she's also prepared to focus on things that need to be focused on, the priorities, right? Also, Scorpio, Sag, and Capricorn, keep in mind with this show the world the real you, full moon and Aquarius, monology card. Um, number one, don't lose the beauty and romance of life. You know, that's what the feelings are for. A lot of people don't want to feel. A lot of people don't want to heal. But the beauty of dropping the ego and the pride, going ahead and healing those emotions so you can utilize them for your highest advantage is that uh, you do get to, you know, all, all feelings are bad feelings. We started out with the Leo card of the crown chakra. And on top of that, the four of wands that feels damn good. It feels like a celebration. It feels like things improving. It feels like things stabilizing. Right? You feel it coming. Y'all feel it coming in the air tonight, right? The second one is um, you are too much in your head. Get into your heart. So it could be either way. You That's why you can't come up with the intu- as the intuition card, even though it's in reverse for you, because the reality is, you can intuit and perceive where you're at to, to be able to um, determine where you want to be or need to be. Are you too much in your head? Or are you too much in your heart? Where is your focus? The third one says a friend needs you. Be there for them. Show the world the real you. Be there for them. And if you, first of all, if you're not right side up, which two of your cars are reversed, don't be there for nobody but you. Oh, be a friend. Be the friend to yourself that you need. 
be the friend that you need or want somebody to be to you right now if you are not right side up in your energy because, um, you know, I've only been around <laughs> a couple of water signs in my life. And if y'all's energy is not right, it's, it's no point. You can hang it up anyway. But if you are uh, right side up, oh, Lord, I hope this thing. If you are not reversing it upside down in your energy, I strongly encourage you to, uh, yeah. If, the, if you're, I used to always say this to my babies, if you are living in the abundance and the overflow, as for me and my mama's babies, we tend to feel good. We tend to feel like this Leo energy that starts out our all of our week ahead, if we look at that as the prevailing and the dom, predominant energy. We tend to feel very high vibrational, crown chakra, four of wands, celebrating improvement, stability, faith, having faith in our dreams. We tend towards that energy anyway. And so a lot of times I'll admonish them and us, you know, to uh, share. If, you're, if your cup is filled up and you're living in the overflow, by all means, get some, get some, get the, you know, feel, start filling these vats up with the oil that, 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 that keeps coming. It was a miracle in the scriptures about the oil and it just kept coming. And they, everybody brought their little containers and filled them up and it was plenty left over. If you're living in the overflow, um, Scorpio, by all means, share. If you're not, do yourself a favor and be there for yourself right now. This Leo full moon that's coming up, I'm making a big deal for Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, and Taurus for a reason. Do what you got to do to make sure in a week on the 28th at the full moon in Leo that you are feeling like yourself, that you are in the overflow, and that you're focused on the highest and best version and parts of yourself, even if you're the only one doing it. Okay, <laughs> so that was Scorpio Sagittarius. Sagittarius, I feel like y'all got the firm found that we, let me not act like I'm not a whole Sagittarius. Um, I feel like in the week ahead that y'all have got, we have gotten the four of uh, earth before, but I like the earth. Any With all these, this change energy, the fives already started coming out, you know, we got we just got you you share this full moon in Aquarius moonology card with Scorpio and Capricorn Sagittarius. And so Aquarius is the sign of change. So with all this change energy go kicked up around us and, and, and everything, I like to see this firm foundation four of Earth card come in because it really shows us holding what we got till we get what what we want. It really shows us firm in this energy that has kicked up for all of us for this year, um, for me and my mom's babies especially, we had the king of earth prevailing last year and the seven of earth this year. So to see this four of earth come up for Sagittarius, it bodes well for more of that energy of much like this four of wands clarifier for Leo that governs really all of us this, in the upcoming week, which is this stability. That's what earth energy is, Sagittarius, and y'all are the four of it. Four is a very stable number, so it's further reemphasizing this energy of stability, likely because of more of the message that Leo got uh, for us all, which is uh, if you're feeling firm in your foundation, Sagittarius, it has a lot to do with you continuing to tap into your crown chakras, continuing to tap into divine energy, divine wisdom, continuing to tap into your dreams and having faith in that, 
and continuing to tap into the um, energy of excitement. Y'all are a fire sign, so much like your fellow Leo fire sign. You know, uh, just nobody has to tell y'all to get fired up and get excited and get enthused and get into it, you know, and get ready to go. Like, y'all stay ready, Aries, Leo, and Sag. So you're being rewarded uh, with just a, a stable, sturdy, grounded countenance. And and it looks like you need it. You, y'all had as a clarifier, we had as a clarifier, the um, three of swords on its side. And I love that because, you know, the three of swords upright, it can be triggering. But once you, you know, got over the hump, you see the, the overcoming of it all. But on its side, it, it, it just, to me, it even further corroborates this four of earth energy that we're embodying, which is like, we're good. We're stable. We're grounded. We we we're sturdy. We see the uh, just like this moonology card that you share with Scorpio and Capricorn. We see the real us. If anything, this the, the three of swords that we've gone through because I do see it as a past energy. If anything, the three of swords, which is the trauma, the betrayal, the hurt, you know, the grief. Um, the pain, the emotional pain, the mental anguish that the pain caused, you know, if anything, these, this three of swords on its side, because if it's straight up, it's like in there and it ain't going nowhere. If it's reversed, it's like falling out. So, you know, but on its side, it kind of just sits in there. And it's just kind of like, you know, you've seen probably a random video with somebody walking around with a, <laughs> with a whole machete coming out of their head or, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I remember Dr. Jewel Pufram spoke on it once. She's like, we don't really, we don't really experience pain the way we think we do. You know, she said, she, she mentioned the same kind of scenario where somebody can be walking around with a whole knife sticking out of their head and they just, they're not like, uh, they're just, there the adrenaline it, there's so many chemical things that, that obviously as a doctor she explained what's going on that that's uh that's not coming to me right now to repeat but she said you somebody has to literally tell them that they have this thing in them or whatever like that uh, because they don't they don't know to be have a certain impact or, or be affected by it in a certain way without that context and so I, that that's what I'm picking up on with this Sagittarius. It's just <laughs> we so there's literal mountains. Capricorn is that seagull going up the mountain. There's literally a mountain on this card. Um, may very well be a Capricorn card. I'll have to double check before I say it. But You, it's like you gliding up the mountain. It's, it's nothing getting up that mountain, Sagittarius. And people, it, it looks like that to other people. But we know, we that's why it's the clarifier, because we know it's been some three of swords type ish. We know the anguish. We know the pain. We know the betrayal. We know the hurt. We know the trauma. But it, we're being seen as someone in a firm foundation. Yes, this is the sun in Capricorn card, Sagittarius. It talks about financial stability, security, an older person with good advice. Capricorn is a sign of the elder. Um, 
financial upswing, setting boundaries, keeping to yourself, saving your wealth, control, blocking, and letting go. Okay, Sagittarius. I don't want anybody to start thinking I favor Sagittarius because I am one, but that that was beautiful. You know, you come out of the fire and you don't even smell like smoke. So far, y'all got the own. We have the only Earth sign, which is really good, stable energy, especially considering. The moon is waning, I mean, excuse me, waxing and getting more intense and getting stronger. What um, I see us doing, Sagittarius, is continuing to harness whatever energy we're ch- that's channeling through us and let it add to our healing and our stabilizing. Yeah, let it be fueled to inspire us to keep on going, keep on healing, and keep getting f- even firmer in our foundation for the days and the time and the generations ahead, right? Okay. Capricorn, Capricorn, I'm not going to play with y'all. First, y'all pulled the two of swords two weeks in a row. That was enough for me. But see, now that y'all out of it, ooh, ooh, ooh. (laughs) This is beautiful, Capricorn. Y'all have pulled the power card, which in the traditional uh, tarot is the strength card. And then to clarify, y'all pulled the strength card sideways on top of that. So, (laughs) I'm not going to play with y'all. What I will say, they're both eights. Obviously, they're the exact same cards, but eight is just a powerful, beautiful number. Um, Scorpio set off the series with the eight of um, pentacles in reverse for for you guys, your section. So, (laughs) triple eight, 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 eight is great. Eight, eight, eight is great. For Scorpio, Sag, and Capricorn, uh, but for Capricorn specifically, you know, along with to show the world the real you, Moonology card that you share with Scorpio and Sag, if y'all have finally made a decision, glory to God, y'all had to afford two weeks in a row that just showed y'all confused and bound up and blind, just blindfolded, not nothing, <laughs> nothing ferocious, nothing real, just the swords, just all in your mind, all in your head. And so if you have finally, it, it, the reason why I see the um, the first card came out upright, that power card, and the second card, power card, strength card, came out sideways, I feel like, okay, somebody, some of you Capricorns out there have made a decision. Y'all have finally made the decision. That's why y'all finally do not have the two of swords. But also, I do believe, please don't tell me, I've been muted this whole time. Okay. Um, but I also um, believe that because this second strength card is sideways, that some of you haven't. Or some of you have begun thinking about it, but not necessarily doing something about it. Or, you know, you've stopped being in your head about it, and, and you've maybe written something down. I see you not quite all the way there yet, but my God, to pull the strength card on top of the strength card, you can get there. If you're not there, you can get there. If you still feel tied up, bound up, blindfolded, uh, stalemate, uh, uh, at a crossroads, you definitely don't have to be. And certainly in this final week leading up to the Leo full moon, you're being encouraged to tap into that power, to tame that beast. Wherever the strength card is, this is a a broadcast about the devil, part two. And I've heard another reader say it, wherever the strength card is, and you got both of them, both your cards, the strength cards, wherever the strength card is, the devil is lurking. 
And we saw Libra crossed up by the devil card. You might be dealing with a Libra or an Aries. And so you're being encouraged to, uh, you don't, you don't overcome addiction. Uh, I associate the devil energy with certain things like that. But you don't overcome addiction just like this strength card you got here. You don't tame a beast by brute force. This lady in this card does not have any brute force. That is not how she's got this lion to just chill and just do what she tell it to do. It wasn't by brute force. She mastered her power within. That's why you can see even now videos online of people just playing with lions, tigers, and bears like they house pets. Like, how did you get them to just not eat you? <laughs> and you deal with them every day. You you get these addictions, uh, these things that could be addictive. You get these things that have been out of control in your life. You get in control of them by getting it to the source, to the root. I've got a lot of good stuff coming out in the meantime and in between time, Capricorn. I just I just encourage you to get to know yourself. Show the full moon in Aquarius moonology card, just like Scorpio and Sag. Show the world the real you. You gotta know the real who the real you is to show it. You're too much in your head. That's your message right there from the moonology deck. You're too much in your head. Get into your heart. A friend needs you. Be there for them. You may be that friend you need. Be there for yourself. That's what Sag has been doing, and that's why they're on a firm foundation. You can flip this strength card that came to clarify right side up by doing something very similar. That's why the first card out for Leo, it, what the clarifier is a four. Stability, domestic improvements, things improving on the home front, things improving in your body. This is your card that Sag pulled. Earth, body. Your body's right. Your money going to be right. I know you like that, Capricorn. Moving on. <laughs> Aquarius. Aquarius, y'all got the authority card. I love when this came out for y'all because I said, oh, give Aquarius this sun. It's Aquarius season now. They official. Give them some good spirit. And sure enough, Aquarius, y'all got the authority card, which is the emperor in the traditional tarot, right? So you got the emperor card. So we see you bossed up for your birth. Yay, Aquarius. We not mad. We don't hate over here uh, at the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. We big up everybody that's on a high vibration. So. If you're vibrating high, Aquarius, you deserve to feel like the boss this week. Uh, you know, this the first week of the sun being in Aquarius, you should bask in it. Um, the full moon in Leo is going to be very activating for you. That's why I'm making a big deal out of Leo, Scorpio, and now it's your turn. There's only Taurus left to go for me to make a oh-so-huge deal about. Spirit happened to make a huge deal about Capricorn, but that wasn't necessarily the plan. <laughs> Probably because we're still in new. I started this whole broadcast out saying we are still. I know the sun's in Aquarius, but we are still. Ooh, uh, I felt the Kanye spirit rising, Aquarius. <laughs> yeah, Aquarius, y'all are not going to pull a Kanye. Kanye said, 
Capricorn, I know it's still y'all new moon season. But the sun is in Aquarius right now. (laughs) We're going to let y'all finish Capricorn new moon season. But Aquarius got something to say. So we see you boss up um, uh, the the moonology card that you got and are going to share with um, uh, um, Pisces and Aries is the uh, full moon in Aries card that says a fiery climax approaches, okay? Um, As a clarifier, Aquarius, you got the queen of pentacles that came out on on its side. Spirit is really testing me with these sideways cards because when I was learning tarot, you know, you learn the upright and you learn the reverse. And it's like, oh, well, what do I mean when they come out sideways, Lord? <laughs> and so Spirit's just been giving me a little stuff on the fly just about what, depending on the image on the card and what it looks like it's doing, I'll get a different message. But with this queen of earth, more of this earth energy, I love that for you. I love that for you. you you're going to need it. Um, your fellow fixed sign, uh, Scorpio. Like I mentioned, got the eight of earth revert, even though it's reversed, you know, very beneficial and helpful energy when you're talking about focus. So for you, um, Aquarius, with this queen of pentacles, it really shows y'all, especially leading up to your birthday. If it's not, we're only in the first two days of Aquarius. So if your birthday, especially if you're a February Aquarius, continue to manage your energy and I just say that because of the Queen of Pentacles. When I see Pentacles, I see somebody's physical body, especially a court card. I see a person and likely some referencing someone's physical body. And so um, I don't want you on your back for your birthday unless you're getting some birthday, yay, some birthday, yay. <laughs> the only reason I want you on your back. And you got to be healthy to be able to do that and appreciate that in the best ways. If you're not healthy, all you're going to be able to do probably is lay on your back. And especially if you are a Aquarius man, that's not probably going to get you a lot of fans and replies. <laughs> but um, when the queen is upright, I'm, I'm feeling late to mention this to you. I hadn't done that in any of the previous times, but here in the little uh, everyday tarot deck guidebook, it says, you are the ultimate working person. I'll just neutralize the term. You care for your family and domestic responsibilities while also making a living for yourself and creating financial abundance. You maintain a healthy balance between home and work. In the reverse, it states you need to strike, you need to strike a balance between your work and family commitment so that you're not over-investing in one or the other. Ground yourself. Come back to what is truly important to you and honor that. And that's the the energy that I was picking up on with, um, you know, uh, the two signs before you, Sag and Capricorn. So, and the queen of earth is a Capricorn card. (laughs) So we're pointing, if you're not feeling your best, if you're not manifesting your best as it relates to investing, and and I I know in Aquarius is actually, I just got through corresponding with them, and they mentioned that they were looking for work. If you're not in your best energy financially, or if you're the boss card for a reason, you're the authority card, the control card for a reason, you got to take control of it. That's what you're being admonished to do here uh, because the fiery climax is approaching with this Leo uh, full moon on the 28th. And I'm, I'm breaking it down for all the fixed signs, Leo, Scorpio, you, Aquarius, and Taurus. I'm making extra emphasis on it because 
this Leo full moon is not going to be playing with y'all. I need y'all to be on point. That's why I'm hooking it up. So in in that hookup vein, Aquarius, I'm going to break down this uh, moonology card full moon and Aries of fiery climax approaches to help you even further. And that will also go for Pisces and Aries. Your attunement to the moon um, Aquarius, Pisces, and Aries is be nice, be, which I hate that word, um, be nice, be kind. I really hope this is not like, okay. Be nice, be kind, smile, and be polite as you navigate to where you want to be. Okay, that may help you on your job search, on your just when I see pinnacles, I think about, before even I think about money, I think about value and values. And if you don't, if you don't hold as a value, because I know a couple of Aquariuses now, and some of them think that it's cool, cute, and okay to be an asshole. And it's funny sometimes, but if you're looking for work, if you're like, you know, your reputation precedes you, what if just that you were just an asshole in the wrong environment, and now it may be, you know, having you on your back energetically to where you can't really produce this balance between home and work the way you really want to. Um, yeah. So uh, raise that vibration and put the, put the being a jerk and an asshole on ice, um, you know, uh, for now and be polite as you navigate to where you want to be. Some additional meanings for the card. Number one, being assertive is good, Aquarius. Just don't ride roughshod over anyone. We get it. Y'all are geniuses. Y'all know. We don't necessarily know. But once again, that doesn't give you a license to be a jerk or an asshole. That doesn't give you a license. You can do it. You can ride roughshod over somebody. I wouldn't recommend it. Not at this time. Not if you are looking for work. Not if you are... You know, you want your birthday solar return season to be the best one it could possibly be. Don't you be the one to mess it up by, you know, being, trying to be funny, but you're really being low vibrational and negative, right? Um, A fiery climax approaches. The second one says, if you're in a tense situation, meditate your way to peace. That's what's giving you the authority, um, Aquarius. That's what's allowing you to boss up. That's what is going to be the arbiter of you being able to balance out home and work is being doing it from a state of peace. This is the time leading up to your birthday. I need you to be chillaxing. Not, I don't need you getting into it with nobody. I don't need you showing us about, well, sh- uh, Mama Dada, your world healer, pulled the authority card, so I'm flexing my authority. Check out the message for your fellow fixed sign Scorpio that I just mentioned. Check out the message for your fellow fixed sign Leo I just mentioned. Y'all all in the same vein need to really temper and moderate your energy. Y'all are fixed. Y'all tend to show up as stubborn, but you can really flip that on its head and be determined. Instead of being, especially Aquarius being rebellious, Flip it. Put, keep that same rebellious energy, but be a rebel with a cause. Your cause right now, Aquarius, ought to be your birthday, your solar return. You don't want nothing fucking it up for your year ahead. You do not want to set a tone of being a sideways queen of pinnacles when you could have been <laughs> sitting straight up on the throne in your full authority as a fiery climax approaches. The final one, the next to the last one says, don't be a baby. <laughs> It says, sorry, but this could actually be the issue. Don't be a baby. 
Don't be a spoiled brat. Somebody else just said that about Sagittarius the other day, and I, I felt that. We're not going to act like I didn't. I felt it. Even though your birthday is coming up, once again, it doesn't give you a license to be a jerk. The last one says you need to have more fun. Think, you're the sign of thinking outside the box, Aquarius. If you can't think of another way to have fun without it having to be at someone else's expense, then this will be, this year ahead for you is about to be one a doozy. Because this whole year is full of Aquarius energy. You're, we're setting off a 200-year cycle full of Aquarius energy. Powerful. Resetting. Grand, great, grand, mutating energy. So y'all definitely are ones we're going to be looking at to see if, just how possible being the change is. Right? All right, Pisces, Pisces, I love y'all, because y'all pulled the patience card in reverse, just like we got as a collective for the Capricorn New Moon. So it's almost like y'all are the living embodiment of the hot, the energy being highlighted from this Capricorn New Moon and, and what all we're, you know, endeavoring to, to see and grow through um, over this Capricorn New Moon season of, of this month. So, um Y'all also got, as a clarifier, the empress reverse. So any impatience in you is causing a lack of growth. Let me just help you understand that. If, you, if there's an area that you're not, oh, um, I lost three pounds and I hit a wall and I haven't been able to lose any more weight or, you know, um, um, I, I, I've been getting calls back, callbacks for jobs, but nothing's actually panning out to where I'm now employed at this place and getting paycheck. So if you're experiencing stagnancy or a lack of growth, I want you to consider how patient you are, your patience, your balance, your temper. These, um, this, uh, the moonology card you share with Aquarius before you, a fiery climax is approaching, and being impatient is not going to produce the result you want. Being impatient is going to cause the mission to be aborted and abandoned and neglected. So in a direct uh, correlation to that, I need you to focus, um, Pisces, I need you to focus on just balancing from within, you know, the the patience card, the temperance card, uh, in the traditional imagery, there's an angel on it. This is a, like, Let the balance happen. It's a major arcana. Like, it's not like you just need to do anything. You just need to not fuck it up. You just need to not do some stuff. You just need to not be impatient. So as a direct result of that, the best thing I could tell you to do is focus on patience and everything that that the fruit of patience brings. This Empress card is beautiful, even in the reverse, because it talks about if you are able to shift the energy from impatience to patience, that you could, you know, really uh, produce some energetic things that you want, okay? Um, Aries, y'all got the the actual card, the main card. We got the three of um, earth, recognition and re- reward, but you got it in reverse along with the five of cups in reverse. So, um, Yeah, I'm getting more of a message about you not recognizing and and continuing to reward because the five of cups is sadness, but reverse is like it's like you're not necessarily you're not content. 
Yeah. Recognize any discontent within you and uh, any anything within you that wants to uh, to not see the glass as half full. Any tendency towards complaining, being ungrateful. Ooh, yes, that's really coming out. Any a fiery climax approaches uh, with the moonology card that you share with uh, Pisces and uh, Aquarius. Yeah, instead of recognizing and acknowledging things that upset you and make you sad and, you know, counting up all the, the things that have gone wrong, you're really being admonished to recognize and reward the things that make you content and happy, okay? Uh, uh, let me see if any of these full moon and Aries stick out. Yeah, the meditation. Meditate your way to peace. You're not going to meditate your way to peace if you sit up and talk about, well, they did this to me. That I, I can see an Aries doing that. I'm not trying to be funny. Half of my family, we're all fire signs of some sort, Sag, Leo, Aries. And so the Aries ones, definitely, they don't forget nothing. <laughs> they like to fight and argue and look and buck. And, and in order to keep a lot of that energy up, you kind of have to, like, hold on to grudges and keep recounting a lot of BS in your mind over and over, and you're just really being admonished not to do that. It's just like with the monology card of the full moon in Aries, this full moon, this upcoming full moon in Leo is in your sister fire sign. And so, you know, fire's getting activated with the full moon in Leo. Um, um, Aries, and you're being admonished that if you are in a tense situation, even if it's just tense within, you can't find no peace, you can't find no rest, you can't stop thinking about what Sally and Jesse did. You're being admonished, even if it's tense inside, to meditate your way to peace and that you need to have more fun, recognize and reward yourself for seeking inner peace and do something fun. That's going to help you even further. That's doubling up on the energy that it takes to quit focusing on dumb shit like that. Seek the inner peace. That's going to help first step. And then after you do that and you get in that habit and practicing that feeling and that frequency instead of mulling over the dumb stuff that you're now mulling. But you know what? They did this, but at least this. And they did, you know, get me for that, but I got this still, and I can double up on it. You see? All right, Aries. Um, last three. We've got Taurus, the final fixed sign. Drum roll, please. The Moonology card that you set off for yourself, Taurus, as well as um, Gemini and Cancer, is the New Moon in Virgo card, a time to give rather than take. Y'all got the Prosperity Begins card in reverse and the Knight of Cups to clarify on top of that. So for, for my Tauruses, the final fixed sign, um, I really want y'all to consider the Moonology Wisdom for the New Moon in Virgo. The attunement is to recommit to healthy morning and evening routines. And I see that with this Prosperity Begins, Ace of Earth, Ace of Pentacles card in the reverse on top of it. I see, you know, that really is pointing to health, even more so than I mentioned for Aquarius, um, Taurus. 
I need y'all to focus on reversing anything going that may be going on in your health. Recommit to healthy. You can even use that as an affirmation. I recommit to healthy morning and evening routines. Here in this final week, Taurus, which is in the, the quarter moon yesterday, is in your sign. You can go back to last week's Wednesday word and get a heads up on what's going on right now in our Taurus quarter moon week that your energy rules. We're all shifting and turning corners. It's not time to take right now, um, Taurus. It's time to give. It's not time to take in. It. I'm just I'm just describing energy I see. Somebody taking in, eating, 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 eating. It's not time to take in, take in, take in, take in. It's time to give. And I don't mean uh, throw up, I, although purging can come to mind. The Pluto, that's the major player at this Capricorn New Moon season, can absolutely talk about purging. Capricorn got eight and eight twice. That's Scorpio energy right there. Last week, Scorpio got its own card. It, Pluto wants to transform us. It really does. This Capricorn new moon season. Taurus, you are a fellow Earth sign to Capricorn. So it would be easy and effortless for the Capricorn new moon energy to be influencing you also to change shift, to not let this month go by and you the same as you were before the month got started. So it's a time to take rather than give, Taurus, um, the additional meanings. Number one, gradual improvements are coming, Taurus, but not apart from you initiating them and making them. And if they are happening apart from you initiating them, when they come, when the change comes, be ready to go with the flow. Don't be um, down. Uh, don't be low vibrationally uh, stubborn and resistant to it. Rebelling with no cause. Go with the flow. Stay open minded. Stay flexible. Stay ready for change. Stay ready to be the change. That if change is initiated upon you, that you can just like this ace would suggest. Maybe that's what helps you reverse this ace of earth. Is that you simply open up to it. Aces are gifts. God is not going to shove anything down our throat. Not even prosperity. And prosperity is earth energy is the same thing as our physical body. You're not going to be here to to enjoy the wealth if you are six feet under because you didn't take care of your body. Gradual improvements are coming in you is what I'm picking up on. Number two, pay attention to detail if you want success without being, you know, neurotic and pedantic. Number three, be of service to others and love and money will follow. That's what I'm saying about the physical health. Prioritize your physical health and and then you'll see the shift in the money. I believe this shift is happening in you, um, Taurus. And then lastly, it says the person you're asking about is reliable. Can you rely on yourself, Taurus? You're uh, the ace of um, um, earth in reverse is clarified by this Knight of Cups. And the Knight of Cups can certainly be relied upon to offer, you know, some some good feels. So with whatever adjustments that you're having to make within your lifestyle, within your diet, within your, um, you know, things that are going on, and I have not been mindful of y'all's house placements per se, this would be um, first, this would be 10, this would be seventh, so the fourth for you. So, yeah, that's why the cups came out, because of the fourth house of cancer and the moon. So utilize your feelings as fuel, much like I mentioned, I forgot who I said. 
said that too. Mm, Scorpio, your other fixed sign too, sister fixed sign. Utilize your feelings as fuel to help you make the shift, right? That's why I say when the sh- if the shift is happening beyond you, it's happening to you, then you open up to it. That's how you allow it to happen. That's how you use it as fuel. Instead of using your fuel to fight it, you use it to go with that flow. And you go with it. it, it, it something shifting for you, Taurus, Gemini, and Cancer. And so Spirit is saying it's a time to do something versus what you've been doing. A time to give rather than take. A time to take rather than give. A time to, you, you know what it is for your particular scenario. All right, so Gemini, next to last sign. Gemini, here y'all come through with the triumph card, okay? Seven to match Leo, seven. <laughs> y'all just matching energies with that seven. It's a very beautiful spiritual week we have coming up ahead, and these cards really prove it. Uh, you also got the temperance card sideways, which is uh, number five. Yes. Number five, double check, patience, upside down. Yeah, number five, but y'all got it sideways. Um, <clears throat> who is that? Aquarius, Pisces got it upside down. But y'all got it as a clarifier sideways to clarify this um, chariot card, a.k.a. the triumph card. Chariot represents cancer as well. Um, so a time to give rather than take, Gemini. Mm-hmm. I see y'all sharing, because y'all have been getting so, y'all, I have a Gemini rising, so I got to include myself in this too, but we've been getting some pretty good cards here as well, some really encouraging cards last week, I believe it's the positive movement forward card, you know, and and the chariot just shows us taking off even more, even more determined to um, complete the mission, and even more determined to see the things through to the end, even more determined to endure and this temperance sideways could just potentially show maybe we're having a little bit of patience, concerns, or issues. And so the Moonology card is going to come into play there as well. It's just the time to switch it up. Maybe maybe you're being encouraged to, to switch something up. You're being reminded, um, Gemini, that gradual improvements are coming with this new Moon and Virgo Moonology card. So keep striving, keep um, aiming high, keep going strong because – any impatience in you is probably just that you know you you know that triumph is certain, and so when you know you're gonna win, when you know you're gonna finish the race, it's like dang, I, I want to hurry up and be there already. I want to, you know, you it can get like that sometimes, and you may potentially feel like that in the week ahead, January the 24th through the 30th, and so you're just being encouraged and admonished by way of this temperance card. I do want to. Um, read you the upright just so you can see the highest embodiment of this card. You are discovering, Gemini, how to create balance and harmony in your um, in your life. You find alignment and a sense of peace with your external surroundings. And just as an uh, encouragement, if it is reversed, um, center yourself and come back into alignment with who you really are, Gemini. Sagittarius, the temperance card is your opposite energy. So, um, focus on your own inner peace, not what's going on around you. Yeah, because that highlights the seven, which you can talk about your shadow, um, and that's for your lower nature. So any any impatience in you, any 
um, lack of inner peace within you is just a lack of balance. Get, get back on your two feet. This card is a timbers card. Show somebody sideways. Get back on your two feet and remember that all you do is win. <laughs> With a little triumph card, Gemini. Finally, y'all, last but not least, we have Cancer. Cancer, two weeks in a row, y'all got some water energy. So I, I'm definitely feeling y'all's watery vibes last week. It was the reverse two of water, two of cups, um, the spiritual union card. This week, it is the upright eight of cups, emotional withdrawal with the reverse two of swords to clarify. Um, for y'all, I feel like it's a time to take rather than give. <laughs> and if you are giving something with this eight of emotional withdrawal that shows, it would show y'all like at the edge of the beach and just, you know, like zoning out more on this inner peace. The two of swords that y'all got clarifying, even though it's reversed, it is the card of inner peace. And if y'all, if it is a time to give rather than take, then it's time to give. Like these two, even from last week with the two of cups reversed, let it go, let it flow. We, if, if cancer not going to cry for the world, who going to do it? Cancer's the mother. Cancer's the breast. Cancer's the nurturer. Cancer is as opposed to the Capricorn disciplining parent. Cancer is the one that is going to pat you on the back and rub you and rock you and, and, and soothe you. So whatever's coming up, Cancer, it's been two weeks in a row. Let it out. It's a time to give rather than take. This says be of service to others and love and money will follow. What if spirit came to deliver to you, Cancer, a message through me? They said you could get out of despair. You could get out of conflict and confusion. You could get out of being uh, 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 at a stalemate if you just cry, if you just release. If you just let it out, if you just walk away from the things that are making you unhappy anyway, if you would just divorce yourself from the things that's keeping you bound up and tied up in your emotions off, if you would just let it go, let it flow, you could reverse the curse and you could be right side up with this two of swords with all the inner peace that you need. Let me read you the wisdom from the two of swords and we'll wrap it up. It's going to help a lot of people, not just y'all because I mentioned this inner piece of more than just y'all. In the reverse, it says you are in a stalemate, unable to decide which direction to take cancer. Release your grip on having to find the right solution. Look at both sides and consider alternatives. If you're a whole cancer and you have not cried in a week, you need to cry. Between now and next week, I need you to cry. We need you to cry. <laughs> it's energy. It's just energy. It's nothing to be afraid of. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're a pathetic loser. It means you're a cancer and you're doing what you came here to do. And it's a time to give rather than take. In the upright, two of swords says you're facing a challenging decision, a fork in the road, but you're unsure of which option to take. Look closer. There are aspects that you are not currently seeing that will help you make the right decision. It's a big difference between building on something that's making you unhappy anyway and walking away from that thing and, and finding the inner peace that you're seeking through that. Sometimes that's how it comes. So with that being said, I'll tie it into the first card we got from Leo and just remind everybody to stay on the highest vibration. If you're going through a little bit of sadness, perhaps, 
possibly like Scorpio and Cancer. Oh, y'all, Scorpio got everything reversed. Pisces got everything reversed. And I just got through having to have a word with Cancer. I need my water sign. Water signs, we're still in full moon and Cancer energy leading up to this full moon in Leo. We don't initiate full moon and Leo energy per se or technically or exactly until we get to the full moon in Leo. And until we get to that full moon in Leo, the full moon in watery cancer, cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces is still alive, well, and active. So I need y'all to tend to y'all. We, if, if we can't look at nobody, we need to be able to look at the water signs to see how to emote. Now y'all got to be emoting healthily, not drinking your, your cares away because they're not going nowhere. Not, you know... All this escapist, blah, 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 blah. We need y'all to get your head in the game. That's why Scorpio, the the fixed water sign, is being admonished with the upside-down intuition and the upside-down uh, aid of Earth is to focus. Focus on their monology card, the real you. That's who y'all really are as water signs. Pisces wouldn't have been showing up in the reverse on, on the patience and the empress. The Empress Reverse, um, feel free to check the description information and reach out by way of email if you're interested in a personal reading, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns that you want to direct to me. Um, and it, it, there's also a link as well for a PayPal donation if you are so inclined. We appreciate you. We thank you for staying connected. We thank you for liking, for following here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, following along on the social media, um, and just spreading the word, just sharing this wisdom. It's, it's spiritual, so it can help anybody. I don't, I'm not here to crucify. I don't have a cross to, put, to string somebody up on or a hell or a grave to put nobody in. I'm not here to judge or condemn. I'm here to help. I'm here to heal. I'm here to live my purpose in this day and time when we need it the most, when people are um, in, in dealing with despair. We, we had a whole inauguration go on. Y'all not, I don't miss anything. I don't speak on certain things because there's a higher wisdom to it and a higher order. And I'm not going to give credence to fuck shit. But I got a word so tough yesterday or whatever day. Yeah, that was yesterday for the inauguration, making a spin. Because I said, you know, I, I've been getting deep into these words. I want to know what, it, what does it mean? What does it all mean? And I got to looking up inauguration, and it means it comes from Latin, and it breaks down to uh, a, a, a consecration or an installment, especially in a particular position, under a good omen. And it comes from augur. In, in the word inauguration, there's the word augur. And augur, uh, uh, it talks about um, uh, someone who predicts. Look at this. Watch this the inauguration thing break down this energy. So tough, and you ain't seen it on now uh, 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 timeline you own. Augur or augurare to predict or act on as an augur or prognosticate or forebode or foretell or tell in advance, predict. Um, this, an augur was a religious official or a, a spiritual official who foretold by observing or interpreting signs and omens, especially birds that fly in the air, Aquarius, air sign, opposite, directly opposite Leo that this full moon is coming up in. 
And so these augurs would say whether this is an auspicious a time to do it or not. That's what an astrologer does. What's the best day for me to get married? What's the best time of the year for me to start pick, looking at dates? What's the, what's the best um, day for me to um, do an interview this week? What's the best day for me to have my special event on? And then, especially if you're looking at planetary hours, we can get it down to the time. I did that for my um, birthday this year. Nobody knew that. I, it wasn't even on my actual birthday, but it, it was within the timeline of my, within 24 hours of it. But I, I wanted it just right. It, what's the point in me being an auger if I can't determine the most auspicious time for something? So um, when they, I looked up auspicious because that goes with auger and it talks about uh, whether or not God approves of something. Once again, is it auspicious time? Or, or not, and they would do it based on birds. The birds is the messengers. They got the, they, it's flying the air where the communication happens. Pigeon, messenger birds, I wouldn't say pigeon and messenger at the same time. Pigeons and messenger birds they used to do. Um, uh, carrier pigeons. And so, uh, what else? Yeah, the divination of the flights of birds, the flight patterns of birds. Um, consecrate, meaning to declare sacred or devote or dedicate from profound feeling. That's why I'm trying to get my water signs together and upright because profound feeling can really impact some stuff, how you feel, especially if you got some strong, profound Pluto-type feeling, the major player at this Capricorn new moon season. And then installment um, is the the standing in place or the stable, uh, the position or the pedestal, and it also deals with the word stallion. And uh, y'all, so whatever you were doing on yesterday, whatever you were focused on, I'm telling y'all, I would have done the Wednesday word, but I was, I said, oh, this is palindrome day, the real palindrome day, not these nine other. If you got to take, to me, if you got to take the two and the zero off of 2021 in order to make it work, it ain't real. Yesterday, you didn't have to do that. It was 120, 2021, backwards and forwards. Today, you can't do that without taking the 20 off of 2021. So because I really looked at, um, I looked at the, I look at everything through spiritual eyes. So I looked at the inauguration as a corroboration and a synchronicity what I was already on with the, with the um, significance of the seven-digit palindrome day. So uh, August also means increase. So I'm telling you, depending on what you're focused on, you know, yesterday was an activation of increase, an activation of auspicious energy, an activation of sacred, devoting, devoted dedication energy. If you're in, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but I'm going to leave this here and I'm going to wrap it up. If your devotion is to people and pearls and chooks and, and, and <laughs> if that's where your energy is going, if that's where your money is currency, that's energy. You saw with Scorpio with the upside down eight of pentacles. Just be, be cautious of the fact that everything is energy, and that's why I get on here week to week, breaking down the energy of certain things so you can see it for what it is, not what somebody told you it is, but for what it really is that you don't even need anybody to tell you. 
I didn't even know that when the inauguration was going on. I'm sitting here writing this down, and I'm writing down 11 o'clock hour that I'm writing down. I'm sitting here breaking down this word, not realizing uh, one of the astrologers I follow actually pinpointed uh, that um, Kamala got sworn in at 11:42, and Joe got uh, creepy. Joe is what I like to call him. He got sworn in at uh, 11:49. This is the same 11 o'clock hour. I'm sitting here breaking down this energy in under. So that's what spirit was trying to show me. The very same reason why I'm taking these final few minutes to impress it upon you guys that where what you focus on expands. Do you want what you're focused on to expand, or do you want to focus on things that are auspicious, things that God approves of by way of direction and commendation? You can tell the direction God is going and flowing in. Is what you're focused on in that direction in vain? Everything is energy. Everything is spiritual. Everything is holy and sacred. People may say, well, what's the, what's the significance of these balance, palindrome days? Like, what's the big deal? It's just numbers. Numbers is the language of God. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't lie. Colors don't lie. Sound doesn't lie. I was sitting here in this 11 o'clock hour getting this message, and all of a sudden I hear birds. I'm sitting here writing down that birds and the flight of birds and the divination of birds and, and an auger is a diviner of birds. And here the birds just chirping. I wrote down at 11.30, and that adds up to five. Here's five showing up again, change. So these things are signs, they're omens. They're, they're to be paid attention to. If you're tapping into your intuition, spirit will lead you right to where you're supposed to be. If you're not, you're going to feel reversed. You're going to feel upside down. You're not going to feel like yourself. Your money not going to be right. Your health not going to be right. Your emotions not going to be right. Your mind not going to be right. Stay connected right here on the Interviews Lighthouse of Radio Frequency. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me this week. It's been my absolute divine pleasure to serve, and we will do it again next week hopefully on Wednesday per usual for the Wednesday word. Um, So until then, thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace. Thank you.